0: I'm Ashley Collins and you are listening to This Podcast Loves You, episode 27, Getting Out in Nature. Hello everyone. Welcome to This Podcast Loves You. I'm your host Ashley Collins. I'm a mom of 3 boys. I love reading, writing, learning and teaching. This podcast is about mom life, life tips, things I love and think you will too, book reviews, and last but not least, how you can change your thoughts to create a more intentional life. I'm here to coach you through it. Come along. I read this book a long time ago now as I'm recording this, but I have to talk about it because it it was just a beautiful book. It is called Fruit of the Drunken Tree by Ingrid Rojas Contreras, and I would say it is a piece of literature and a historical fiction novel. So, it is set in Colombia at the height of Pablo Escobar's violent reign, The Drug Lord. Um, It is between the years of 1989 to 1994. It's the book's condensed timeline, and The characters are seven-year-old Shula and her older sister, Cassandra, live in a gated community in Bogota. Uh, Kidnappings, car bombs, and assassinations are closing in on them and their neighborhood. Their mother hires Patrona to be their maid, who is from the city's guerrilla-occupied slum and who is under the burden of supporting her family. This book was absolutely beautiful. I cried. It's such a moving story. Um... It was just written so well, and it was based on personal experiences of the author, and the author grew up in Bogota, Colombia. I just absolutely highly recommend this book. I found it as a recommendation on Reese Witherspoon's Hello Sunshine Book Club. Uh, She has tons of recommendations, and this one popped up, and I liked the cover, (laughs) so that is why I ended up reading it, but I highly recommend this one. If you are into historical fiction, if you hear noise, I'm very sorry. I'm recording this. I'm downstairs. My kids are awake upstairs with my husband and they will probably stomp around and you'll probably hear them. But I really wanted to get this recorded. I want to get another episode out into the world. This one is called getting out in nature. So I'll talk about the benefits of getting out in nature, no matter what age, Nature is so beneficial. And then I'll talk about some ideas of how to get out into nature. So getting out into nature can reduce anger, fear, stress. It increases pleasant emotions. It can reduce blood pressure, your heart rate, muscle tension. It helps us cope with pain. It can help with depression. Um, It increases our ability to pay attention. So kids' ability to sit and pay attention in school um, can correlate with getting out into nature. Um, It calms us. It gives us a sense of connection to the larger world and to each other as well. It fosters feelings of belonging. It fosters empathy and love. The health benefits of, you get the health benefits of vitamin D, and actually, it helps with your vision as well because the less time on screens, number one, and also um, they have found that vitamin D actually helps support your eye function as well. So you're getting off your screens and you're getting that vitamin D, and. It fosters more creative play in children because it's less structured. They could go out there and there are so many natural materials to play with, so many imaginative games. So it creates that um, more of a creative atmosphere for the children. So some ideas of what you can do for outdoor time. Um, for adults or children, really. Um, We love to go on trail walks. And we find hiking sticks along the way, so that's fun. And we like to sing the Going on a Bear Hunt song. So that's just a little tidbit about our trail walks. Um, Scavenger hunts, you can write it on a piece of paper if your kids can read, or just tell them to go and find something and bring it back. I like to bring dishes and spoons, measuring cups, anything from indoors. I like to bring outdoors. Um, You could go camping, do a campfire in your backyard if you're able to, if that's allowed. A picnic at a park, water play, gardening. Um, One thing we have not done is a night walk and stargazing, so I would like to do that. Um, I don't know. If you're in a safe area, you can do that. Um, Sand play. Um, The other day I was thinking, gosh, what could I put in the sandbox instead of sand? Because it's so messy and they take the sand out of the sandbox. But really, sand is so good for sensory play. So I probably better keep that. Um, Go to a farm. Go to a beach. Even a beach at a lake works just as well as the ocean, even though I would love to live by the ocean, but that's just another topic for another day. So, um, those are just some ideas. Um, and then also what I just got that is going to give me even more ideas is this book called 1000 hours outside an activity book, low tech nature activities in a high tech world. And it's by Jenny Urich. And I looked through it. And there are some activities that I've seen before and some that I have never seen. And so I'm so excited to dig into that and do more activities outside. One activity we did just the other day was painting with materials from outdoors. So finding sticks, finding wood chips, finding flowers, anything, and then painting with those tools Um, the kids can really learn that. You can create with anything. So I liked that idea. This story goes along with my last blog post I did about how you don't have to do any of it. So my middle son, Theo, likes to dance around and not go potty when he has to go potty. So I said to him, I said, Theo, you need to go potty. I don't want to have to wash your pants. And he says, then don't wash my pants if you don't want to wash my pants. (laughs) And I thought to myself, good point. I don't have to wash your pants if I don't want to. I could throw them away and buy new every time. Although... I choose not to do that because I don't want to do that. Mostly because I don't want to go to the store and buy new pants every day. Also the money, but mostly the going to the store. I don't want to do. If you are interested in Color Street nail strips, let me know. I'll include my link in my in the show notes. It is 100% nail polish strips, no dry time easy to apply. It lasts up to 14 days. For me, it lasts about five to seven days because I like to pick them. Um, It's made in the USA. There are tons of fun colors. I am wearing one now called Key West is Best with a clear glitter over, clear pink glitter over. It is very pretty. I can't stop looking at it. Um, Currently, they have some Fourth of July sets out. Um, there are also a lot of different colors you could use as Fourth of July colors. Like there is one, a pretty bright blue called Greeking Out, or there's a red with glitter called Crantastic. So, oh, or a white called Swiss Intel. I highly recommend these, and I use them myself. I love them so much. Otherwise, I would not be talking about them. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode today. Thank you to the 11 people who listened to my last episode. I truly appreciate it. I keep trying to put out these podcasts into the world because I just enjoy it so much. Um, I'm sorry for all the background noise. And my child, Ben, I heard him up there. So um, you might hear him too. But that's mom life, right? It's real. Keeping it real over here. So you guys have a wonderful day, and I will talk to you again in the next episode. Thank you for listening to This Podcast Loves You. This podcast is meant to empower women, to help them know they are loved just as they are right now. They are enough just as they are right now. We don't need to change anything about ourselves right now in this moment. We need to love ourselves. And I hope that this podcast can help you do that. Remember, this podcast loves you. Thanks again for listening and have a great day, everyone.